Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm Chris. I'm Smitty. There we go. We've got to introduce ourselves. We've got to introduce ourselves yeah. to our listeners, yeah. So yeah. they know our voices. Mm. How's if, your we week? Were, if we were a legit podcast, we'd have some sort of little jingle at the start where we always uh, introduced ourselves. You know, yeah, yeah, like a the little... real legit ones have got some little thing that they play, like a little blurb with some background music. Yeah, I'm Chris, I'm, just, I'm that. Yeah. And we are the modern ancestral man. Yeah. Well, you mean like Podcast. some classic music? You mean like a little yeah. tune or something for each yes. person? What about an air oh, guitar? Well, bit oh, of air guitar? Air guitar. Yeah. yeah, we got a bit of that. We yeah. do have a bit of that. That's pretty cool. Well, we just had a bit of air guitar, didn't we? We got 30 seconds of air guitar. Yeah. At the start. Yeah. yeah. I like that air guitar sound yeah. too. Yeah. I rock out to that now. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should put some lyrics on top of it and just release it. A, yeah. Get the kids cool. in. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Talking about the brain. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and ways to improve it. Nootropics. Yeah, what do you reckon? Like, um, it's pretty common now, like, especially in the age of COVID and stuff like that. A lot of people talking about brain fog or sort of just like diminished mm. brain capacity or people feeling a bit more forgetful or a bit, bit foggier. Yeah. Well, I think that's life in general at the moment, isn't it? We've got so many things that the ancestral man probably wouldn't have had to deal with. You've yep. got environmental toxins, you've got fragrances, you've got forever chemicals, mm-hmm. you've got loads of stress. Yeah, you've got stress. work that. You've got to worry about mortgages, you know. Yep. Ancestral man wouldn't have worried about that in the no. cave, would he? You He's know? just going out to get food and yeah. going back to sleep and that's, that's it. Hunt a bit yep. so you're fit, you're active. Exercise, yeah. Sit down around the fire. Yeah. Although he probably would have been um, consuming nootropics without himself even knowing about it. Yeah, because we're probably living quite a healthy brain lifestyle, really. Yeah, he yeah. would have been eating a lot of red meat, a lot of fish, mm-hmm. yep. um, mm. nuts, And they would have supplemented berries. with plant medicines and plants that they knew maybe that I, I, I don't know if ancestral man would have wanted to be fully whacked out on psychedelics and whatnot but no. th- there'd be plant medicines that they would use to get better and mm. um, I don't know if they you know I think there's debate about altered states for ancestral man I think mm. if you want to survive and you do have that predatorial issue that you're going to come and get eaten by a Lion or something, you want to be in a pretty good mental state. You don't probably want to, want be... to have your faculties about you, don't you? Yeah, yeah. maybe they microdosed with a few things. <laughs> maybe they didn't yeah. have a full whack of LSD. <laughs> nah. But yeah, I think definitely that. But nootropics aren't, um, aren't substances that make you trip or anything, are they? I mean, no. well, no, no I think no. By should, definition... we, should we hit a definition yeah. for yeah. our listeners? Because um, I wasn't really sure when I heard this topic about what they really were. Yeah. Um, well, you, sometimes you think of smart drugs like smart modafinil, drugs. don't you? Yeah. But that's not a nootropic by definition, I don't think. I think some people would argue that it is, but it's a yeah. synthetic one. It's a synthetic one. Um, yeah. So I think you've definitely yeah, got different think, categories. Yes. So. But I think they're... So nootropic, neuroprotective, so they're protecting the brain. Yeah. They don't have any effect on heart rate, blood pressure, or ECG. Yes, and I—I I mean, I would argue that modafinil, Ritalin, mm. Adderall—those ones are lifting your heart rate and blood pressure. Yeah, so I, I, think, know, like, I think that's a definition that some people don't necessarily go by. They just want to be able to cognitively perform. Yeah. So, mm. like the old classic, uh, like the uni student studying for yeah, his, yeah. Uh, you know, med exams or whatever. Yeah. Pop a Dexy. Yeah, yeah. Brain's going to work a bit better. Yeah. Sure, it's going to mess with your blood pressure and your heart rate and stuff like that, but they are going to have a temporary boost in like focus. So. 
I guess a lot of people will use it in a lot of different ways depending on whatever suits them. Yeah. There's some people who have the very natural, like, and I'm with you, like the natural sort of definition of a nootropic where yeah. it's not going to mess with your um, sort of physiology, but it's going to give you like modest increases in your cognitive ability perhaps over time. Brain function. But then yeah, I think there's some people that argue like bloody maybe methamphetamine is like a... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you, you just, that that yeah, term you just said there, so you hit, hit the nail on the head over time. So um, time, a true yeah. nootropic... Um, enhances the brain function over a period of time. Correct. It's not an instant mm. um, effect. So those things that you mentioned, CJ, give an instant effect. Yeah. So therefore, may not be classified as a nootropic. Yeah. So they're probably they, they term them smart drugs, don't they? Smart like, drugs. Like, yeah. yeah. That yeah. limitless movie. Yeah. Remember that one? He took the pill and he was exactly. Yeah, but I think that was based on modafinil, wasn't it? Who knows? Something a lot like of that. people said it's based on like LSD or yeah, it's yeah. a funny one. Like just getting back to what you started talking about, which was the psychedelics. Like I think um, I have read some studies and people who do microdose up to a certain amount can have like some increased cognitive mm. performance. They've done a lot of testing on it and they'll yeah. give people uh, like IQ tests or difficult cognitive tasks. And I think up to a certain level, a very small amount of like LSD, for example, can. Uh, it helps with your left-right brain integration and you can get a bit more creative and creativity is associated with problem-solving and intelligence, but then they rapidly fall off a cliff if the dose gets too high. Yeah. Just their thought processes are all over the place. And it's a fine line. Very fine line, yeah. So, um, but so there's, yeah, all, there's uh, a lot of guys using those. Oh, um, yes. Microdosing on... Yep. Maybe that's something towards the end we talk about. We'll yeah. stick with the definition of nootropics. Yeah, yeah. yeah we go, go with your definition, right? Well, a definition, well, it, it's a little bit harder to define a definition, but um, this um, article here, nootropics as a cognitive enhancers, types, dosage and side effects of smart drugs. It, that, uh, this has a, a, a mechanisms of action. It says nootropics do not act directly by releasing um, neurotransmitters, um, but... They list four things here. They improve the brain supply of glucose and oxygen. Uh, they protect brain tissue from neurotoxicity. Uh, they positively affect neuronal protein and nucleic acid synthesis. Mm -hmm. Stimulate phospholipid metabolism in neurohormonal membranes um, and have been found to affect the elimination of oxygen-free radicals. Um, yeah, so... So neuroprotective... Neuroprotective, some actually uh, that I had a look at also promote the, the, the growth of neuronal cells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they'll stimulate like a brain-derived nootropic factor and stuff like that to actually stimulate some um, like neurogenesis or neuroplasticity yes, and yes. stuff like so that. So they're yeah. either generating um, neuronal cells, protecting neuronal cells, mm -hmm. um, not ne ne generally, not necessarily acting as a neurotransmitter. Mm. No, yes. No. Yeah. They can promote the body releasing more neurotransmitters. Exactly. Which so it's not like you're going to go out and take like a serotonin tablet, mm. but maybe you're going to get something that's going to give you some building blocks to possibly help your body to recycle or create that in Correct. a healthy amount. Yeah. Yeah. So choline, for example, is a Huge, yeah. nootropic, mm -hmm. which is the precursor to acetylcholine, yep. which is your... Um, important transmitter for memory, mood, muscle control and other brain nervous system functions. Mm. Probably the most important one for learning and cognition I think in the brain like like acetylcholine. Yep. Um, like essentially you've got your um, you've got your neurons and you've got your synaptic cleft which is a little space in between neurons and essentially your body pumps out acetylcholine into the synaptic cleft to interact with another nerve uh, neurons tell it to do something. So 
very very important for memory and learning and stuff yeah. like that yeah um, and yeah like you said choline is obviously an essential part of um, yeah acetylcholine so yeah, yeah. well they reckon that um, acetyl acetylcholine um, Alzheimer's sufferers um, had a lower amount of that mm. in autopsies in their brain yes uh, so acetylcholine was diminished in those Alzheimer's sufferers yeah which is an interesting yeah interesting fact high in eggs choline yeah found in eggs yeah. very high in eggs yeah, yeah. When I was listening to this sort of um, information, it really resonated the fact of um, you know, primal sort of eating, yeah. like you know yeah. your, your meat, your red meat, mm -hmm. your fish, your eggs, um, you know, some nuts as well, sort of um, walnuts, chia seeds, stuff like that. Because um, omega three fatty acids is also a, a big nootropic. Yeah, particularly the DHA component. Yeah, yep. So yeah. I think um, even that article there. <coughs> Call them smart drugs, and I don't know. Like, I, it I, has I, a distinction, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I reckon sort of the smart drug yeah. is you know something that has an effect on your dopamine levels. Mm -hmm. It's going to pump you up. You know, modafinils, your Ritalins. Yeah, I think they're that your smart drugs that you you know you're taking at uh -huh. college to get you through a yep. an exam or yeah. whatever. Whereas the nootropics are, you know, your cholines, your B vitamins. Exactly. Omega omega threes that. Yeah, you know, they don't have an immediate effect, but they're like they're, a gentle form of uh, like assistance and support for the brain, aren't they? Yeah. So you're not going to lose what you've got, and possibly over time you might build. Um, yeah. It's really about building like a healthy brain, isn't it? So like yeah. when I looked at it, um, Rue, I had a very similar um, sort of definition to you. So I looked at uh, like the six pathways of nootropics. So one is supporting uh, like brain um, energy. Like obviously the brain is a very small. Uh, like part of our body weight only weighs about 2% of our body weight but it uses 20% of our body's energy so if you want to have a healthy brain that functions well then one of the ways a nootropic can work is to support production of energy in the brain so obviously we're making uh, like ATP we've got healthy mitochondria things like that so the second way was to like you said support neurotransmitters so not you're not taking something that's going to definitely boost it but you're going to help with the production recycling things like that of neurotransmitters so your bodies can make healthy amounts including like acetylcholine um, assisting with blood flow to the brain like as you age blood flow um, reduces so um, if you've got less blood flow going to the brain then it's going to um, shuttle less glucose uh, less oxygen all those things that we need to have a healthy brain and it's also going to take less bad things out um, which leads on to the next one which is uh like neuroprotection, so um, obviously detoxifying the brain, um, and then into that sort of increasing antioxidant levels, reducing free radicals. Um, the next one is like uh, supporting brain wave activity. So some nootropics will gently, perhaps have like a calmative effect, or maybe increase like your level of uh, like alpha brain waves, which are more sort of like um, calm alertness, which is associated with better cognition. Uh, and then the last one is like you touched on it as well. Like I said, ours are very similar. It was like brain regeneration, so um, more like neurogenesis, so growing new neurons, uh, neuroplasticity, sort of like making new connections within your brain and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, lots of different ways to skin a cat. Mate, that blows me away. With, uh, like brain support. That blows me away that there are substances that we can consume, you know, as well as living a healthy lifestyle, that mm. can increase your neural brain um, development yeah by quite a bit by cre yeah creating yeah. more brain cells yeah that like blows it, me away like it's pretty funny like so many people are um, gym goers 
but you wouldn't have that many people that are like, yeah, I'm just trying to build my brain up a bit over time, you mm. know, I'm trying to increase my <laughs> yeah. neural pathways of cognition, you know, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, and, um, and mate, that's a great point you make, and, and I think it's um, something that comes with uh, age. Mm. As a young person, you're in the gym, you're looking after your mirror muscles, you, 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 don't, you, you don't even think about your brain. No. But as you get older, um, and, it, and it certainly has occurred to me, uh, I'm 52 in January, that my brain health is critical yeah. because now I'm looking, you know, down down towards older age, and I fear mm. having dementia or Alzheimer's mm. or some sort of, or even just the fact of simple recall, uh, ability to learn. Mm. Um, I'm just finding now that my brain health, and and this is a great topic because I'm really going to um, take a lot from this, and and practice a few things, and maybe yeah. even supplement. Uh, a little bit more or, or eat some more foods containing nootropics because I want to, one, protect my brain from being um, damaged by the, the plaque that can build up over time. Yep. And two, possibly even increase my neuronal activity. Yeah. With, with more brain cells. Yep. Yeah. We could all do with more brain cells, couldn't we? Yeah. I wouldn't mind a few more brain yeah, cells. It'd be yeah. handy. Yeah. But it's definitely something you don't think about as a young person. No. I, I would say. No. But I, I reckon I'm, I'm the same. Thinking about those neurodegenerative disorders that you can get, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia. Yep. They that doesn't seem like a good way to end up. That's you know not a good way to end. No, yeah. you want you want to go out. And yeah, because if you're already living a good healthy lifestyle, you're training, you're sleeping well. Because I, I did listen to a podcast where they even mentioned behaviors are nootropics. Absolutely. So not just substances, yeah. but behaviors. So Couldn't sleep is one well. of those behaviors yeah. that can be classified as a behavioral nootropic. Yeah. So as long as you're 100%. sleeping well, your brain is, is obviously, obviously resting and recovering. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 yeah. Lymphatic drainage. Complete, yeah, yeah. Completing yes. cer- certain functions whilst you're asleep. Mm. Uh, exercising could also be a nootropic. Mm. Um, meditation, stuff like that. So there's a lot of different things you can do in addition to a healthy lifestyle. There's a lot of lifestyle things. Like if you don't want to spend a cent on any sort of nootropic drug or supplement, like you said, there's a ton of things you can do. Mm. Um, yeah, sleep. So yeah, you touched on like the glymphatic. Mm. Got like the lymphatic system, obviously, like the lymph in your body, but then you've got the glymphatic system in your brain, which is essentially like it flushes out your brain when you sleep every night and carries away toxins. Wow. Uh, it can carry away amyloid plaques. So you obviously talking about like Alzheimer's and dementia and yeah. um, things like that. So you essentially flushing out and resetting your brain. If you're not getting enough sleep, then your body is going to neglect that and you're going to possibly get a buildup of toxins and you know perhaps more amyloid plaque and stuff in your brain. So mm. you know, sleep is cheap. You don't have to pay anything to go to sleep. You just That's got to right. do it. Have, yeah. you, have you heard of elevating your bed head? I have. I actually wanted For to that. do a podcast on this, but I didn't think there was enough there. But people yeah. who sleep at a mildly raised um, head over toe sort of sleeping position yeah yeah it's supposed to be very beneficial for drainage yeah yeah, yeah. i've done it like, at our house and just put some wooden blocks under the yeah head you can yeah. literally just do that hey like just put yeah. some bricks under your bed head make yeah. your bed head a few degrees higher yeah. like, apparently it's extremely beneficial did you notice difference or well yeah because i've got this um oh compression thing in my brain yeah um so i use it for that it helps Oh, so you do do it, still do you? Like that's yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It reduced the frequency of these nighttime spin things that I get, mm. and I don't know whether it's because what happens is, and I think it's sometimes when I get hot, um, 
one of my one of the arteries in my brain presses on the eighth cranial nerve or whatever it is and then it makes me spin a bit like a vertigo incident yeah um so that having the brain the bed elevated like that helps with the drainage and build up of fluid in my brain yeah so yeah definitely helped with there's that. solid science behind it hey yeah behind the, um, elevated i could only find one podcast on it it's not a super popular topic, but no. it seems to be very effective. It was on the Veritas yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Project um, Veritas? Yeah, yeah, from years ago. Yeah. Where, um, yeah, the guy, I think he he, he sounded a bit... Um, maybe he hasn't taken off because he wasn't so um, charismatic. I reckon I've listened to that guy. He's very dry. Hey? Very dry. Yeah. I think maybe McCola has interviewed him. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. I think I heard about it on the McCola podcast. Right. I don't yeah. know if it was a whole podcast or a little segue that they spoke about, but yeah. I was fascinated by it. This was um, maybe four, five, six years ago when yep. I was sort of working out what I can do. Mm. There's only one. I haven't even looked at it since probably because no. it's just worked for me. It's worked pretty well. So Yeah. yeah. Well, also, how you sleep can... Um, dictate how well you get that drainage so apparently yeah. sleeping on your side is the best your right side isn't it uh i didn't come across it because it certainly could be right but one of the things is that if you if you're leaning on your left side because your heart's on your left it's yep. pushing pressure putting pressure on your heart so if you're oh, yeah. the other way around it gives your heart yeah i mean that makes sense from a yeah. physiology point of view don't but know the science behind it so i read that uh sleeping on your side preferably with a pillow between your legs Oh yeah. Sort of, so just so your knees are slightly splayed is like the best way to do it. Yeah. And by far the worst is sleeping on your back. <coughs> yeah. Right. Um, it, apparently, sleeping on your back uh, inhibits glymphatic drainage. Right. Because um, they talk bit. about sleeping on your back being your way to go for um, like nasal breathing. Mm. I don't know. No, well, you're a dirty mouth no. breather anyway, aren't you? So. Mate, when well, well, I sleep no, on no, my back, I um, snore like a bloody trooper on yeah. my back. Yeah. 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 I found some because of my nose. I found some. Uh, it's like a little sleep um, snore thing, little like vortexes. I oh, stick yeah. on my nose, yeah, and that opens up my nasal passage, and I can. I've now gotcha. trained myself to nose breathe at night. Did you have cool. to use mouth tape to get that done, or uh, initially I just closed my mouth, yep. and then then I used mouth tape, and now mm. I don't need the tape. Great. Yeah. Pretty cool. Awesome. Cool. I'm on my way and I use it for my zone 2 training to get nitric oxide in yeah yeah. Mm. so I can I can do a 5k run this I look stupid yeah like, it really looks like I've, someone's punched me in the nose and it's flattened it and it's like pushed it right out but yeah get a which nitric oxide could be considered a nootropic as well uh, it certainly is yeah. yeah yeah it helps with cerebral blood flow yeah yeah um, but interesting also if you use Valium or like Ambien or those drugs to go to sleep that inhibits uh, lymphatic drainage yeah right so probably yeah, not right. the best long term if you're using it popping a Valium to get to sleep every night you're I'm not. probably going to be no yeah. I don't think so earlier mate you, you mentioned um, increasing blood flow to the brain yeah is a, a, a good way to pr promote brain health yep so if we're in an elevated position at night and we're doing the drainage thing Mm -hmm. Is there some sort of um, benefit to maybe doing a couple of handstands during the day just to um, counteract increase, what that to increase that blood flow to the brain? Cause, oh, you, you do see people just sort of, sort of meditating yep. upside down or, or even hanging upside down with those hanging boots. Yeah. Uh, de decompressing the spine, that sort of thing. But also yep. you're getting a flush of blood 
I remember that brain. was a bit of a fad back in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, but that? I wonder if there's People anything behind that. People were buying those machines where you could hook your feet into those yes. boots and you could hang upside down and it was supposed to um, increase the blood flow to certain parts of your brain. Yeah, I think a lot the, of people mainly got that. And I know what you mean. It's like a table and it's on a swing. Yeah. And a lot of people got it um, for spinal decompression. I used to go to a gym when I was a young fella and there was one of those there and you hook your feet into these boot things yeah. and see dudes hanging upside down on them. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if there's anything to that about my, my old man getting more blood yeah. flow to the brain. My yeah. old man swears by them. Really? he had back issues. He, he had one at our house. Yeah. Yeah. But on a side note, they also talk about that being one of the ways that you can regrow your hair. Really? Yeah. Because wow. of blood flow to the scalp? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because... Mm. What are they, sometimes I reckon this, the gravity pulls this is one of the theories of hair loss is yep. it pulls your skin down and there's no flow and it calcifies the yeah. sections so here like if you feel here you can kind of get I'm touching the side of my head yep. but if you're here it's really tight mm. so yeah. on in bald folk that's really tight yeah. and then one way to increase it because it calcifies under there and then no no blood flow can get in and kills the follicle of the hair. Yeah. So th those upside down machines were one way people were doing, yeah, increasing mm. blood flow and then massage. And yeah, head massages. Get, yeah. Because if you think about it, we spend predominantly all our life vertical. Yes. Yeah. Head up. Yeah. So I guess there is a, an argument <laughs> occasionally putting, going upside down. I don't know how yeah. much science there is, but yeah, yeah. Mm. There'd be science behind it. Yeah, like, we yeah. don't know about it, but I'm yeah. sure. Did you know when you stand it. for a long time, your your lower legs and your feet swell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But all that all that blood is gone from the top, from yes. your brain, which yeah. is the most important part. Yeah. Ideally, we should have our brain and our feet. Yeah. In, in our big toe. Maybe right next to our heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the second brain. So anyway, let's get back onto the nootropics. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Did you have any other uh, certain nootropics, mate? That you um, like? Does anyone rec? Uh, yeah, supplement got, with any or do you I've mucked around with recommend a few, with any? But, um, recommend any? I was going to talk about a few more of the basics first yeah, uh, yeah, and a yeah. huge one being diet. Yeah, right. So like you think about your brain, your brain is essentially made up of, of fat. Yes. So, you know, cholesterol, fatty acids, things like that. Um, probably going to get another strike for this, but seed oils. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> do not want um, mega-6 linoleic acid containing um, seed oils. They're going to uh, they're going to promote. They're going to promote. Yeah, exactly right. Chronic inflammation, um, and you don't really want those getting taken up in your cell membranes in a great uh, amount. So, um, you know, I really think seed oils are one of the worst things that you can consume for a number of reasons, uh, but including to look after your brain. Um, and, and people do test it and do the omega-3, omega-6 ratio and things like that to sort of work out where you are. But essentially, your body is going to use the building blocks that you give it just like anything else. And if you're giving it a hell of a lot of seed oil, it's gonna go somewhere. Uh, and it stays in your body for a hell of a long time. So the half-life is incredibly long. And I think they say it takes something like seven years to mm -hmm. sort of flush out. If you have very high levels of linoleic acid in your body, you know, it gets taken up into your cell membranes and things like that. That issue, yeah. It takes a hell of a long time to get rid of. And it's very hard to get rid of because it's in almost everything we eat now. So uh, you said it before, going back to eating natural, um, you know, natural isn't really a high level of linoleic acid. Um, that's going to be a crucial thing. Uh, but then things like, um, again, you said it before, your omega-3s, so particularly DHA. Um, EPA, not so much, but DHA is very important in brain development in um, children and then also in adults for, um, you know, using it as a, as a substrate to build 
the cell membranes and things like that. Yeah, right. Um, so what's the difference between DP, DHA and EPA? Uh, they're just a different... They're type a different, of acid. Exactly right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but DHA is much more utilised in the brain, whereas EPA, we think about it more like um, uh, systemically, like heart health. Heart health and right, cholesterol. Okay. Although it is controversial, a lot of people are talking it down these days, the sort of importance of omega 3, but I think certainly it's used in the brain a lot, particularly DHA. So, Gotcha. Um, and then obviously you want to have a diet where you're not eating a hell of a lot of heavy metals. Heavy metals are really bad for the brain. Um, so if you're eating heaps of like deep sea fish, um, you know, yeah. like the tuners and things like yeah. that, then you're going to be getting a lot of mercury. Yeah, um, which is also a bit of a catch-22, isn't it? Because those um, those yeah. types of meat... Yeah, have, just directly contradicted myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. have yeah. a lot of omega-3 good fatty acids in there, don't they? But they don't have to. So, I mean, you look at like mackerel, sardines, anchovies, like more pelagic fish that don't spend a lot of time towards the bottom of the ocean um, and smaller, and then they're going to have good levels but low mercury. So, right. Um, you know, and you can get supplements like omega three, omega six supplements that are heavy metal tested. Yeah. Um, they can have guaranteed purity that they're not supposed okay. to contain certain levels of mercury and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. And um, talk about uh, grass fed, grass finished beef fat having mm. large amounts of omega threes. Oh, but yeah. not grain fed. Not grain nah. fed. Yeah. Can't have grain fed. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. So changes the fat profile. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Interesting. So definitely choose like where you're getting your butter and your meat and your yeah. dairy and everything from. Yeah. Um, you definitely want to get it from healthy animals. Yeah. Uh, but even like uh, you know brown rice contains a lot of arsenic and grains can contain a lot of uh, it's cadmium or something like that. Like, so there's all sorts of caveats with like what you're putting into your body in terms of the fuel. Um, you know, obviously your lifestyle, your sleep, your diet, your exercise is all going to have a nootropic effect when you do it right. So, um, yeah, I reckon that's uh, probably like the most important thing, like mm. the fundamental. And then if you want to go to the next level, then we can obviously talk about like actual supplements that you can... Yeah. Just on, on, the di- on the diet one, mate, I, uh, I found this word, anthocyanins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, a, they're a group of deep red, purple and blue pigmented uh, found in plants. So things like dark berries, plums, cherries, uh, black and red grapes, Lums. red cabbage, <laughs> purple cauliflower and red onions. Yep. Um, they all have this, um, they're all classified as anthocyanins. Yep. Uh, and that, they can actually help protect and improve brain function, uh, increase blood flow uh, to and activate brain areas that control memory, language and attention, mm. uh, which was interesting. And they also help slow cancer growth decrease heart disease and decrease blood pressure uh, anthocyanins so eat the rainbow in other words go for your colorful yeah. um, fruits and vegetables yeah. and things like that yeah yeah so yeah it's just sort of deep reds and purples yeah yeah and you know you often see people eating those dark berries which um yeah a bit of yogurt a bit of honey yeah yeah beetroot's very good as well oh, yeah 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 yep. can beat an egg didn't mention mention beetroot but beets that's purple mm. anthocyanins yep um, and then also things like uh, things that challenge your mind, so like brain games. Um, so there's all sorts of little stupid apps you can yeah. do. Not stupid. There's all sorts of apps yeah. you can do, but also you can do things like um, learn a language, learn to play an instrument, yeah. um, meditation. Like all sorts of things are going to support your brain health and and sort of it's almost like going to the gym for your brain, isn't it? Like learning something new. You're sort of stretching your brain yeah. and you're forcing it to. Um, do things now. You're pretty big on some of that, aren't you, CJ? Like yeah. you're, you're big on uh, like you go and yeah, yeah, music, 100%. yeah. My grandma, who lived to be quite old, um, 
physically ended up not so good, but she was sharp until the day she died. And yeah. I swear it was because she did crosswords every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot. Yeah. She would do like hours of crosswords. She would sit at the table. I've got, you know, fond memories of her sitting at the yeah. table doing, um, and she'd do the, um, the cryptic crossword as well as the normal one. She was really good at it. Uh, well, but I even like into the 90s. Nah, well, my brain doesn't. I don't know what's going on there. Isn't either. it interesting though that those activities um, are pretty much adopted by older people? Yeah. I wonder whether they they realise that their brain needs yeah. needs that activity. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've slowed down pace and they have time to do those things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the most poisonous thing that we do now is we don't need to retain anything. We've got these little devices with us. And because it's so easy to come by, I feel like it, um, you sort of don't train yourself to retain information because yeah. you don't yes. need to. Yeah. No, I just Google it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't Google it. I, I yeah. uh, something else it. But <laughs> yeah. Now that's a good point, mate. Um, we don't use our, our, our memory. No. Nah. Yeah. But a lot of these um, sort of biohacker people who are looking at um, like nootropics and increasing their brain, they all talk about these lifestyle habits. Um, you know, so sleep, diet. Uh, brain training, um, also just getting sunlight at the right time of day, you know, going out in the morning, getting filling your eyes up full of blue light, uh, maybe doing a meditation in the morning, um, you know, obviously changing the sort of brain waves in your brain and working on concentration and things like that. Yeah. So it's a whole sort of lifestyle thing, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I guess the actual nootropic drugs, which, you know, we're probably all on the same page. It's not really like your Ritalins and your Dexies and stuff like that, but more sort of soft like some um, some minerals and some supplements and things like that can yeah. have that icing on the cake effect that can sort of help that little bit extra. Yeah. Well, creatine's one of those too. I, I'm it interested is. with Amazing. creatine. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you think about creatine, you think about muscle growth. Yeah. You know, yeah. obviously you help with like ATP. Well, it is great. I mean, I've been supplementing with um, creatine five grams a day for years mm. and I've, I swear by it and I find that it gives me a lot of energy. Yeah. It, um, helps with my workouts. But I was really pleased to see that... Um, has been known to improve cognition and memory. Yeah. Um, may reduce symptoms of depression and anxiety and, yep. and increase neuronal plasticity. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know you're keeping your your, your neurons elastic in mm. and, and not so becoming brittle or, or plaque. Yeah. Plaque ridden. Um, that was a good one. And that's a great one because it's uh, quite cheap. It's, it is. It's quite safe. Yeah. Um, a lot yeah. of people take it anyway for the effects in the gym which are quite notable really aren't yeah. they like it does help you quite a it's bit in the gym it gives you a big boost very minimal side effects the only people that really need to be aware of it um, would be people with existing kidney mm. issues yeah. um, the research I've done suggests that it's it's fine to take on a daily basis mm-hmm. but if you do have kidney issues you might want to consult a doctor yep. prior to supplementing with creatine and do you cycle it mate you'd cycle it on and off no, you no, don't no yeah, okay. just 5 grams a day um, every day obviously yeah obviously yep. when I um Go on holiday or something. I probably yeah. don't take take it with me. It'd probably be a yep. week or two that I mm. might not take it. Um, but yeah, generally have it every day. Because one thing I came across with the um, nootropic supplements is a lot of people say definitely cycle them. So do uh, five days on, two days off, or a couple of weeks on and yeah, right. uh, a week off. Or yeah. everyone's got different breakdowns, but yeah. um, the cycling does seem to be yeah, something right. most people recommend. Is that so your body's not reliant on make on, on synthetic? And it can make it itself or I don't know yeah I don't know what the reason is yeah. but then that might be an argument against the fact that um, nootropics are a long term thing they're not a mm. short term benefit so if you want that long term benefit you might need to have it every day so I do recall 
um, listening to this guy on a podcast who was promoting lion's mane, mm. uh, which is a mushroom, um, yep. a legal one, yep. uh, as a nootropic. And he yes. said he's been having that for 25 years every day. Every day, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. he, he got onto the lion's mane thing well before it became a popular sort of mm. supplement. Yep. Um, he was saying 500 milligrams a day uh, increases the brain-derived nootropic factor, yep. um, increases nerve growth factor, in, um, increases brain cell development, yep. decreases brain plaque. He yeah. says as a new neurotropic, yep. lion's mane is his go-to. He just swears by it. I think it. it's amazing. I've used lion's mane quite a bit. Yeah, and, right. Uh, I rate it. I think it's, I think it's yeah. really, really good. He said don't, don't expect to have you know an immediate result from having lion's no. mane, but he said over the long term, yep. he said that's... Um, so I guess if you're having it long term, do you need to stop cycling? I don't know. Is yeah, I don't, I don't know the answer either, mate, um, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I reckon one area where people fall down is... We spoke about it before that distinction between smart drugs where you're going to get like almost an instant take a modafinil or you know take some sort of stimulant you're going to get like an immediate oh i can feel this and i think a lot of people fall down with nootropics where you're not gonna pop one or two tablets and be like i feel 10 points smarter yeah, this is amazing yeah, it's, yeah. it's really a long term yeah it's almost like deciding uh you know i'm going to go to the gym and at the moment i can bench press 100 pounds i want to do 300 well it's not going to happen overnight exactly. it's going to be a very slow yeah. incremental increase um, and I think nootropics are probably that. And that's why they don't deem caffeine as a nootropic. No. Because no, it gives. They do. Well, well some, some people do, some people yeah. don't. Yeah. Well, it gives an immediate effect. It much does. Much like yeah. imidafinil yes. and all those synthetics. So yep. if we're looking at nootropics being long term um, pro- uh, products, yep. then caffeine probably isn't a nootropic. Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of people put it in their products. Um, they mix it into different complexes and things, but maybe we can talk about some of the specific ones that um, people use more commonly. I mean, there's heaps, isn't there? There's pages and pages of them, but yeah. maybe we could talk about the top sort of five or ten that we've come across that yeah. seem to be more. Well, we've already touched popular. on creatine, yeah, and lion's mane a little bit. Yep, and I think choline as well. So, yeah, choline's a major one, isn't it? Massive choline yeah. is. Um, yeah. I was read, I read the definition of that. It's used by the body to synthesize phosph. Here we go, phosphatidylcholine. Phosphatidylcholine. Yeah. And and sphingo, sphingomyelin, uh, which are. The, <laughs> what was that second one? <laughs> sphing, sphingomyelin. So right. What is that? <laughs> Both of those are vital for cell membranes. And if we're talking cell membranes, the um, the integrity of those or the, um, the failure of the, the integrity of those leads to um, Alzheimer's uh, and, and sort of brain, yes. brain dysfunction. So we need choline to produce acetylcholine. Exactly. Yes, and so acetylcholine, it's an important neurotransmitter for memory, mood, muscle control, and other brain and nervous system functions. Yeah, I think so it's the main one in memory formation, isn't it? Yeah, um, and there's a major link between low acetylcholine levels in our bodies and Alzheimer's sufferers. Yeah, yeah. So that's, um, I think, one that's going to be super important for. It's interesting you get it from aging babies, brain. Yeah, yeah. So when it's talking about uh, cell, or were you talking about cell? Um, cell membrane. Cell membrane. Yeah. So yeah. You, know, you think of an egg that's probably mm. as, as uh, cellular as it gets. So that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Get it from beef eggs. I wonder how much is in eggs. Is it? Do you need a supplement with I it? I think it's quite a big. I've heard people saying if you eat a, a couple few of eggs, eggs every yeah. day, you don't really need to supplement. Yeah, with, okay. With choline. Yeah. Um, but maybe if you, 
are on like a vegan diet, for example, you'll probably be low in choline because you're not getting sort of those uh, like red meat, egg you're sort of be sources. Low in yeah. a lot of things. You're going to be low in a lot of things <laughs> and you can add choline to the list. Yeah. Um, yeah. So B12. apart from if you want to have uh, any protein or any uh, stuff to help your brain neurotransmitters. Yeah. Probably need to. <laughs> yeah. Supplement. If you don't mind about those two things, just be strict vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, vegan. So you can get city choline, can't you? Which is the supplement form. Yeah. Yeah. So col- choline citrate. Yeah. Um, Life extension still a good one. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I took. We're not affiliated with anyone. I took choline citrate for quite a while. Um, I did it more because I was trying to boost my magnesium absorption because it helps your cells uptake more magnesium. So I was taking quite a bit of choline citrate for maybe a couple of years. Um, I can't actually remember if I had any cognitive boost because I've stopped taking it, so my brain <laughs> functions a bit less. But no, <laughs> no, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, um, it's not an expensive supplement. Is no, it no, it's not. No, no, no not at all. Yeah. Has gone up a fair bit. I checked it the other day, and um, it's gone up quite a lot, but it's still quite cheap. You can buy it in powder form, yeah. and the amount you take is quite small, so it works out to be a few cents a day mm. um, if you're not buying it, especially if you're not buying in capsule form. If you're just buying powder, yeah, it's quite cheap. I think it's a really good one when you're aging. If you're aging and your diet's not um, particularly high in eggs or things like that that contain choline, it's mm. probably a good one to take. Yeah, if you're trying to look after your your brain as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, and I guess we're gonna. You know, looking after brain and cell cell membrane integrity we're going to be looking at cholesterol in the next couple of weeks aren't we yeah um, that's a big one so your omega-3 fatty acids are a, a big new tropic too mm. aren't they yeah definitely especially your uh, your DHA yep yeah, so what's DHA dihydroxidonic acid or something like that yeah, so right. you've basically got when you look at your omega-3 capsules yep. there are other omega-3s but basically EPA and DHA right. um, are the big ones yep uh, so EPA is more commonly thought as sort of helping like uh, vessels and things like that, like blood vessels. Uh, whereas DHA really is um, a lot of it's found in the brain, and it's thought to be quite good for the brain. Yeah, right. Yeah. And especially for kids as well, developing brains, uh, high yeah. DHA levels are quite good. I think it was um, Saladino was talking about uh, on a podcast I listened to him. He was talking to another doctor about uh, a correlation between DHA and cortisol. So. Ah, um, yep. So high cortisol levels sort of correlate with low DHA mm. levels and contribute that high stress and, and, and other brain sort of irregularities and stuff like that. So anxiety, yeah. Yeah. depression. And it's classic if you think about people who are chronically anxious, like their, their cognition is terrible. Yeah. You look at someone who's like an anxious wreck and they're not making good decisions, they're not thinking things through. It's like their brain just goes out the window. Yeah they're sort of in that fight or flight that you're in it like chronically for a long time and you know if you can think of like a friend or someone you've known who's been like chronically anxious they're not the most um, well-rounded sort of cognitive people yeah are they scatterbrained yeah exactly yeah. yeah you get that anxious scatterbrain they're sort of just uh, you know the brain is obviously not functioning ideally yeah, yeah. cortisol is a really bad hormone in excess yeah really bad for a number yeah, of reasons you know, waste, yeah waste away your muscle and Definitely, you eh? Put it's such a and, uh, messes with your brain, and you know, yeah. really. If you nasty. can really control your cortisol, like, you know, like reducing your stress, mm. you know, doing things like meditation and stuff like that, it's yep. just Early so beneficial. Yeah, sunlight. so beneficial. Yep. Sleep enough. Sleep. Yeah. 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 That circadian yeah. rhythm, getting that right. Yeah. That's definitely. Can you get a test for for your cortisol levels? Yeah. 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 You can I do a Dutch that, test. Which yeah. Does that? I yeah. Don't know if yeah, one they test for that a lot of wellness people talk about is your ratio of cortisol to DHEA. 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 It's yeah, one of right. the sort of um, steroid. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. 
Saladino. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe that, that ratio is supposed to be quite important. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, they sort of oppose each other, I guess. Like cortisol is quite catabolic, whereas DHA is like quite a growth. You know, bodybuilders take DHEA to obviously gain muscle and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, sort of down the same, the similar pathway as testosterone. Um, yeah, right. So I guess they kind of oppose each other. So you want to have a good ratio. Yeah. You definitely don't want to be in, in uh, sort of chronic, like high cortisol state. Definitely kind of messes your brain. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who wants to inc- increase their omega-3 levels, what are we looking at? We're looking at eating fish, yeah. nuts and seeds, yep. saturated fats. Yeah, to a certain yeah. extent, I guess, yeah. Yeah, right. I think grass-fed. Grass-fed uh, like butter and stuff's quite good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Key. Has to be grass-fed beef. Beef yeah. fat. Yeah, well, not beef, so your feed yeah. yeah. Mm. It's, um, it's probably worse for omega-6 omega with the stuff that they feed them and yeah. what they eat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Whenever I talk these days about meat, I'm always just talking about grass-fed. Yeah. I don't yeah. even really consider... Don't even look at it. Hey, I don't even not, consider yeah. anything yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. 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 There are so many benefits to it. Yeah. It's not even the same product, I don't think. Like no. a, feed, a feedlot yeah. uh, slab of beef versus a grass-fed, yeah. preferably grass-fed and grass-finished yeah. beef or dairy product yeah. you know, coming from a cow that's been grass-fed, grass-finished is yeah. going to be a lot better. Yeah. I'm always interested because I eat a lot of kangaroo oh. and I'm always interested whether they have um, high amounts of omega-3 in, or saturated fats yeah. in their meat because yeah. their meat's so lean. Mm. Yeah. Well, they live on grass, don't they? Yeah, so, we yeah. can never eat, feed a kangaroo like um, artificial shit. <laughs> there's no there. kangaroo feedlots. <laughs> yeah, there's no kangaroo feedlots. Imagine keeping Come on, Skip, get in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Skip? <laughs> Brain's a bit dry. <laughs> Want some more cornmeal? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your cage is a bit too restrictive. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I often wonder about that because they're so, um, so fat-free and... Mm. Very lean. I reckon kangaroos are a great animal, really underrated. Like yeah. We've got a lot of them in the country, obviously. And yeah. A lot of them go to dog food. Yeah. Mm. But the meat is beautiful. If you cook it right, it's such a good meat to eat. Really nice. Mm. Yeah. I think it was you gave me a piece a while ago and I cooked it up and it was so good. Yeah. Like, just cook it nice and rare. Yeah. And people think of kangaroo as being really tough and this wasn't tough at all. No. Nah. It's beautiful. Yeah. So nice. Yeah, I just seal mine either side where it's got a little bit of brown on it and mm. then just chuck it in the oven for 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, you bake it, yeah. 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 And yeah. then just keeps it nice and soft in the middle. Yeah. It's beautiful. Love yep. it. Yeah. 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 I think um, with omega-3s, it's really important to get, if you're going to take a supplement, if you're not going to get it from fish, so if you're going to take a capsule, it's really important to get one that... Um, is not rancid, so obviously we don't want like oxidised fish oil that's been exposed to too much. Um, it's definitely worse than not taking it. Probably, I think taking it's worse. A ran- ten- taking a rancid one is yeah, hundred percent, mate. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Like if you're taking a um, an oxidised, like a spoiled version of omega three. So if you go into your supermarket and you buy the cheapest, crappiest omega three capsule you can find, it's probably going to be oxidised, and it's actually probably going to destroy your health rather than fix it. Yeah. So if you are going to spring for an omega three capsule for your cardiovascular health or your brain health or whatever make sure you buy a good quality one and they say you want one that's distilled under nitrogen okay so basically when they process it the oil from the fish is fresh and it's not exposed to oxygen so they exclude all the oxygen from the processing yeah. so they do it bathed in nitrogen and therefore the oxygen molecules can't come in and oxidize it which is basically what spoils those fats and makes them rancid yeah right and so a good test if you're not sure about the quality of your um, fish oil supplement if yeah. you're going to take one 
is they usually come in those gel capsules. Yeah. So you want to puncture one of the capsules and squirt it out. And if it smells fishy, it's no good. Is that right? Yeah. Give it to your dog or get rid of it. Don't even give it to your dog. Give it to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like your dog. <laughs> or if you've got a friend or neighbor you don't like, give it to them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that. Shouldn't smell. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're taking them sometimes and you get uh, like fish burps. Yeah. Yeah, no good. Wow. Bad news. Yeah, bad news, real bad. And so it should start with the package. I think the great man CJ put me onto that actually back in the day. Yeah. You were talking about that two years ago. I've looked into it. Yeah, it's been your baby, hasn't it? I I don't eat any fish really. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, but I'm worried about the heavy metals and whether it's factory farmed, you know, some of the stuff you see about that is horrendous. Yeah. So, yeah, the omega 3, the the rancidity of Mm. most, pretty much. Off the shelf omega threes is pretty high. Really? Yeah. Yep. Um, you can get um, you can get algae based ones. Yeah. Um, yes. Good for uh, vegans then as well. Like if you're a vegan, yeah. you want to avoid it coming from a fish product. Yeah. Because the reason it's high in fish is because they eat the algae. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. So they're maybe not as susceptible to the rancidity, but mm. yeah, you want it in. You probably want it kept in the fridge, and you want it in a brown bottle so yeah, the sunlight. sunlight can't get to it you know it's it's one of those ones that's really quite specific about what you need to do yeah, with right. it so yeah and, and so those ones are the ones in the nitrogen are they're quite expensive but mm-hmm. if, if you know if you're low on that and you're not getting it from anywhere else then you know you probably should pay a little bit more and so it should yeah. stay on the packaging distilled under nitrogen It'll say yeah. it somewhere. Yeah, it'll yeah. say in the summer. Because it is a selling point. It is, yeah, yeah, it's massive. Yeah, it's yeah. a good marketing. Yeah. Well, not marketing, but, you know, if, it's if, if you know what you're talking Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a great term, yeah. David. Well, yeah. Point of difference. Yeah. yeah. And probably expect to pay like nearly 100 bucks a bottle. Yeah, you know, right. If you're going to get a good quality fish yeah. oil. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if you want to be a bit uh, more frugal, go down to the supermarket and buy like a tin of mackerel or something like that. Yeah. It's quite oily, small fish, so it shouldn't contain too much uh, mercury. You get a small wild caught mackerel. Yep. Sardines. Sardines. Yeah. Just make sure they're in olive oil, not um, sunflower oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aren't sardines high in mercury though? Aren't they uh, or um, some sort of heavy metal? No, no. There are small. There are small fish and they're pelagic. So if you get the little sardines, they're supposed to be pretty good. Okay. Because I don't know if you recall, Joe Rogan was always talked about this. He yep. used to always eat some certain fish. He used to eat. Um, he was eating. He reckons three tins a night sometimes of sardines. Yeah. And he became high in arsenic. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I heard that the other day. I don't know where. So it's just is that from cool. the, is that from the fish or from the BBA in the tin or exactly, mate? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. Three cans of sardines. At I mean, night. that's a lot. That's four. Yeah, because if you look at one tin of, uh, I was eating mackerel for a while. I found this brand of uh, mackerel that I really liked, and it was um, it was in all olive oil, so no sunflower oil, which is hard to find. And uh, it was really nice mackerel. It was really sort of something's really dry. This is really oily and nice and small sizes. And yeah. I was really enjoying it. And if you look at the, at the tin, actually gave you the amount of EPA and DHA per serving. All right. It was massive. It was Pretty like good. over a thousand milligrams. Yeah, right. Um, break up between the two. So it was like having full That's on supplement. supplement. Yeah. But you get good protein out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, no carbs, very little carbs if you're on a carnivore or a keto yeah. diet. And so EPA is an omega 3. Yes. Fatty acid. Yep. Yep. And I wrote the name of it down here, but I'm not even going to bother. 
Psycho, but Dexter Honic Acid or some crap like that. It's quite hard to spit it's out. It's a big yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. Just go with acronyms. Yeah, it's easier. We live in a world of acronyms. That's right. We do, yeah. we do. And we're really just giving people a broad overview of what we reckon here. We're not yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. getting into the deep science of. Yeah, it's like WTF. What it is. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's that one. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? What other um, uh, Nutabric supplements? I've got a bunch here. I've got a controversial one. Nicotine. Yeah. Nicotine. Come this. Really? Yeah. I've, I've, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people that are onto it. Yeah. So I am not saying anyone should go out and uh, smoke, but nicotine, I think, is quite yeah, a yeah, potent. Right. Uh, like As a price on itself. Short, uh, just the compound nicotine, so yeah. not smoking or anything like that. Yeah. It is addictive, right? Massively addictive. Yeah. yeah. Hugely addictive, can cause high blood pressure. So straight away, it's not like one of the natural nootropics we spoke about that has yeah. no effect. It's probably more like caffeine. Yeah. But the classic, they used to call it the classic writer's stack from back in the day. So a cigarette and a cup of coffee. Yeah. And would really get the creative Woo! juices going to really yeah, get that right. brain firing, get all those synapses pumping. And uh, yeah. Mm. You know, like the baseball players all chew. Yeah. Um, chewing tobacco and stuff. Don't like a lot that. of them get mouth cancers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cancers yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like that. Yes. Like nicotine's quite yeah. a carcinogen, isn't it? Yeah. I'd, I don't, I don't know. know I, think definitely the chewing. I don't know if it's the nicotine. No, I, I think, think it's, it's the tobacco. Yeah. Yes. And the oh, stuff okay. that's in it. Right. Agreed. Yep. Not the maybe not. I don't. Maybe I might be speaking out of turn, but I don't even know if it's the tobacco. I think it's the chemicals that go in with it. Yeah. Right. Okay. I've heard. Um, one of me, Zach Bush, or one of the people that I got into back in the day, was talking about apparently tobacco plants really leach up radiation that's in the atmosphere or something like that oh okay well maybe it is tobacco <laughs> it can be quite or the plant or something like that yeah I don't know but I think the actual compound nicotine I'm not sure if that is I don't think that's carcinogenic on its own right so um, how would you consume nicotine without mixing it with tobacco or having it in a cigarette well it's not something that I've done so I'm not speaking from experience and it's, a, it's a leaf isn't it is nicotine a leaf uh, well, well nicotine plant? itself is a chemical compound but it's found in the tobacco leaf Right, but like for example, you could buy nicotine gum and chew it. Yeah, that yeah. wouldn't that wouldn't have... come from tobacco. It just comes from nicotine salts. Right, and there's nicotine toothpicks. Yes, things like that. Yeah, they're supposed to be one of the healthier ways to yeah. consume um, nicotine. Suck. But it's supposed to be a really big cognitive, short-term cognitive boost. It's supposed yeah, right. to really get things pumping. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Not when I was I young and stupid, of. I had smoked cigarettes. So I didn't notice a massive boost, but. Yeah. Maybe that's when your brain's really young and healthy. I don't know. Yeah. Cigarettes. I don't know. Mm. Back in the day, back I, in the nineties, I can say I smoked one cigarette. Wow! In your whole life. Yeah. And that yeah. was enough. Like, I've never this? ever had one in my life. Haven't you? No. Well never, never had a puff of a ciggy. Wow. What about a cigar? Um, I have tried a cigar, but I couldn't do. It. I couldn't not no, finish it. Not your thing. No. It was yeah. well. It was just one to celebrate someone's like, yeah, yeah, baby yeah. being yeah. born or something. Yeah, yeah. And I think I just tried it just for the sake of respecting the, of the of the situation. Yeah. Coughed me guts up. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I got nauseated and head spins and so. What George Costanza off Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Never again. Yeah. 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 What else you got there, Smitty? Hard work. Oh, mate, I've got tons. Uh, ginkgo and ginseng. Oh, yeah. Ginkgo, about that. And, yeah. Uh, ginseng. Yeah. It's supposed to be very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got into ginseng back in the day. Mm. Yeah. I think I watched a movie and there was a guy taking it. I thought, oh, it's pretty cool. Take some of that. Yeah. Just get it in like a liquid form. It's quite tasty. Ginseng. It used to come in these little tiny bottles. Sort of get the lid off and yeah. suck it down. I think yeah, white, right. white ginseng is supposed to be quite good. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it's more short term. 
Do you guys ever get into that? Or? No, yeah. I haven't really looked into that too much. There was, I think there was a program I watched on it. Yep. Whether it's in the hills and the rednecks get it. Oh yeah. But that was about it. <laughs> I went to uni with a fellow that was obsessed with uh, ginkgo. He used to take that a lot before exams and around exam time. Oh, he oh, was yeah. a firm believer that it helped his uh, memory and cognition. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Ahead of his yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think he literally just Googled, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What makes my brain work exams better. coming up? How do I get a bit yeah, smarter? Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder if, because I have, probably haven't heard about that one for a few years. A bit more old school, don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if all these other ones that are now coming through have left that one behind. Maybe yeah. it's still Maybe it's still really good and it's just, there's some more darlings of the nootropic yeah. world that... It's, it's a funny one. It's probably more an ancestral one, yeah? That would be used for yeah. absolutely. hundreds of years. more like an ancient sort of yeah. um, Asian, Eastern, I don't know where it comes from, maybe Chinese or Eastern medicine. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. Yeah. yeah, I think they definitely noticed the um, beneficial effects of it mm. a long time ago. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the new ones that we deal with are more like compounds that man has sort of synthesised or come up with a bit more. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's some really expensive ones you can take. Uh, Qualia Mind is probably the most expensive. It's yeah. a tablet and I think it's got like, I don't know, 30 or 40 ingredients in it and they're all nootropics stacked on top of one another. You can get either one, a version containing caffeine or one not containing caffeine. And you read the reviews, a lot of people give it very positive reviews, but yeah, it's right. a lot of money. Exactly. Um, so what's that called again? Uh, Qualia oh, Mind. Qualia Mind. Yeah. So yeah, there's a caffeine or a non-caffeine version of Qualia Mind. Yep. Um, and then they've branched out and they've done other versions of Qualia as well, but Qualia Mind is their uh, nootropic product. Yeah, right. And um, they, they claim to be like really extensively tested and very clean uh, product. And so that's a combination of certain Yeah, nootropics. so it's a nootropic stack. So I think yeah, it's got right. literally like maybe 38 or something like that, different compounds in it. Wow. So probably a lot of the stuff that we've spoken about and tons yeah. more, they'd all be yeah. in there in, in various um, amounts. Wow. And then there's that'd probably, one. That'd probably be worth buying. If you, if you, Mate, I've thought about it just to see how it goes. If I've you're supplementing with some, one or two even, yeah. of, of nootropics, it might even yeah. be worth adds giving up. it a crack. Yeah. It adds up, yeah. I've, I've been curious to just try it for three months yeah. and just see how I feel. Mm. It's like 100 bucks a month or probably more than that. Yeah, right. 150 bucks a month. Well, or maybe we'll go halves or something, mate. Oh, yeah. A third. <laughs> and give it a crack. All right, let's do it. I wouldn't mind trying that. Yeah, I've, I've thought about it. My finger has hovered over the button a few times before, but. Yeah. Uh, there's a cheaper version, Mind Lab Pro. I think do another one. That's another stack. Mind Lab Pro. Mind Lab Pro. There's probably tons around, but these are two yeah. um, common ones that I've come across. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're quite a bit cheaper. They contain sort of less ingredients, uh, but they get really good reviews as well. So yeah, right. um, they seem to be two stacks that get uh, good reviews. So interesting. Yeah, I have a look at those, mate. Thanks but I for guess that. like in terms of what we've spoken about for the modern ancestral man, it's more about lifestyle, isn't it? To mm. look after your brain. Oh yeah, and as I said earlier, now as you as I get older, I'm 52 in January my mental health or my sort of like brain health is has become so much more important to me now yeah because i'm yeah. starting to see little things creeping in yeah you know like yeah. loss of memory loss of um yeah i don't know just little little things popping up you look at all the things that nootropics do it's probably worth 
having a go now yeah. at, at your uh, age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, imagine it's... if I could get my young bloke who's 15 or my daughter who's 17 onto new, some sort of new truck. Mm. Mm. Yep. You know? Well, I remember listening to, I think both of you guys at one stage got into Ben Greenfield, maybe before he went quite so wacky with some of his he's out there. stuff. He's out there now, but mm. he's a clever guy. Mm. And I remember him talking about stuff like this a long time ago, years and years ago. I remember him saying he gave his kids um, a DHA yeah. supplement. Yep. And he gave them lion's mane. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's, they're both completely non-harmful. Like you mentioned yeah. lion's mane earlier and it's beneficial effects. Like it's just a natural mushroom um, supplement. Mm. So we actually buy our daughter a little um, gummy bear and it's a um, DHA gummy bear. Yeah. Just because when they're little and they're growing, like their brain is just doing so much when they're young. I thought I'll just try and um, support that as much as we can. And yeah. So she had a little gummy every day before school yeah, nice. or two actually which is her dose yeah she loves them because they're like a lolly yeah they're just packed full of tea. I think there's EPA in them as well but mostly DHA yeah that's what I offer a developing brain could be yeah. the worst thing to give them yeah haven't dealt them to the uh, lion's mane but I do take a bit of that myself so yeah yeah, yeah I've got back into the lion's mane now yeah it's I have it before bed yep mm. remember the surfer Owen Wright yeah uh, so he I think he had a big wipeout big yeah um, when were you talking TBI. about it? Yeah. yeah. Just, right. I yeah. tried it. I, I don't know. I didn't really get much out of it, but yep. I had a stack of three or four different mushrooms going oh, at yeah. the time. Yep. It's hard to know. Mm. You, you, you almost have to have one for a little a little amount of time and go, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm, I'm noticing this and this, but if yep. you have three or four at the same time, you go, oh. But even saying that, though, mate, it's hard to gauge because they're long-term sort of yeah. things, you know, yeah. and yep. as I mentioned earlier, a nootropic is a long-term sort of investment it's not a, well some can be a short term yeah. result like caffeine and nicotine or whatever yeah. but majority of them are long term sort of investments in your in your health aren't they yeah. you're not going to really notice anything overnight you might you might mm. well one of them was there's reishi mushrooms and yeah. uh, cordyceps and things like that and you know you take one for sleep and you know those kind of things yeah one for cognitive enhancement mm. I kind of didn't really get yeah. any of that yeah, it's hard to measure, isn't it? Because like, if you're trying to do something physical, you know, if you're a, a sprinter or a runner, you can measure your running times. If you're a lifter in the gym, <coughs> talking about physical stuff now, yeah, you can, you can look at your lifts. The cognitive, but it's like isn't there, it's marble, yeah. it's the vibe. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't know, do I feel sharper? Maybe I do. Like, yeah, unless you're literally sitting down and doing a complex battery of psychological tests to look at how well your brain's working, but it's really like just the vibe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, maybe my memory recall's a bit better, maybe, maybe it's maybe. not. Yeah. But then after a while, you forget what your old normal used to be, and then your new normal just becomes your normal, doesn't That's it? Right. It's, yeah. it's hard to, unless you, I reckon unless you physically sit down and you write down, I don't know, any symptoms you might be having, and really do it in a really prescriptive way, it's going to be really hard to measure, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you could just be, you know, pissing money up against a wall, oh, really. exactly. Yeah. Yep. But you got to give it a crack. you got to, you got to give it a go. Yeah, and if you can't afford new tropics, then you can always eliminate um, things that are going to fuck, fuck with your head. You know, yeah. like yeah. stress, alcohol, yeah. drugs, yeah. Um, all those things that can have a, a sleep negative impact. Sleep deprivation. Like health and... Yeah. Seagulls, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you guys' thoughts, but you probably almost say like the supplements would be the very last in a line of things you'd do if you're worried about your brain health. Yeah. Well, the first thing you'd do would be eat well, get plenty of sleep, yeah. manage exercise. your stress, exercise, yeah. 
you're doing all those four things really well, and there's probably heaps of others, then maybe down the track. Yeah. But if you're sleeping four hours a night, stressed off your head, living on Maccas, you know, washing it down with some Jim Beam, <laughs> yeah. take all the fucking quality of mind you want, it's probably not really going to help you. Yeah, like, exactly. Absolutely. You're going to yeah. be cooked, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, it's probably part you're of counteracting the lifestyle it. thing, mm. but... Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. Mm. Interesting little topic, but yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh mate, it's uh, it's, it's our brain. It's our, mm. it's who we are. Yep. Anything that's going to support sort of neurotransmitter health and blood flow to the brain and yeah, neuroprotection and yeah, you know, increasing brain brain waves and you know, regeneration of the brain yeah. can't be too bad, can it? And when you, 100%. I reckon the last thing you want going into your twilight years is to get Alzheimer's and any any neurodegenerative disorder of the brain would yeah. not be a good way to go out I think Terrible. Sort of yeah I don't want no one walking my ass that. yeah mm. oh, that would if I can avoid that anything that you do yep. previous to I mean she was, she was 90 95 so you know you, you're doing pretty well but mm. not a good way to go out yeah mm. dementia's a nasty one yeah so you can get rid of any of that and you cognitive till the end I think that's probably a good way to go out so any of these things that we're talking about you know, if it's going to help at all mm. it's and like we said say all the time do your own research Absolutely. you know there, there's plenty of information out there to listen to and look at and yep. research if you want to get into nootropics yeah yeah and there's you know websites where you can go and buy these things and not, a lot of them aren't expensive yeah no a lot of them are very cheap mm. yeah 100% yeah so. yeah yeah, should well, we finish that off there? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty yep. good. All right. Good on you, boys. We'll uh, see you next week. Yeah. It's good. I'm going to go and uh, exercise my brain with something. Go and do a Sudoku. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. Come on. Thank you.